If you've ever heard Dr. Scott, Dr. Scott Hahn give a teaching on this particular gospel account, he points out that when St. Peter specifically asks if he must forgive seven times, he is in essence asking, is it a covenant responsibility that we need to forgive? And our Lord responding, I say to you, not seven times, but 77 times, drives home the point, yes, you must forgive always. It's a covenant obligation. I won't go into all the details of covenant theology, but the point is, as Christians, we must forgive. I tell you, there isn't anybody here today or watching at home that hasn't been hurt at some time or another perhaps even by a family member. It doesn't matter. But we know what it means to feel that pain when we've been wronged. So why do we struggle to forgive? Well, it typically, it's anger, resentment, or perhaps an ongoing pain from whatever it was. And it leads to unforgiveness. And we find ourselves, we don't even want to forgive. But hanging on to resentment and unforgiveness is dangerous. That's exactly what the evil one wants. And he'll tell us, you have a right to be angry. And we'll embrace that. I have a right to be angry for what they did. It builds walls. It causes division. I've known people who stop talking for the rest of their lives. The evil one tries to entrap us in believing that we are justified in remaining angry. It's a trick of the evil one. And St. Paul warns us about this in Ephesians 4, 26 to 27. Be angry, but do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger and give no opportunity to the devil. Yes, our Lord understands we do get upset. We might get angry. That's fine, but we have to let it go and let it go quickly. And we do have to forgive. Anger is very dangerous. It can and does take people to hell. You know, when our Lord often spoke about those going to eternal damnation, he says, for example, in Matthew 14, 42, and throw them into the furnace of fire. There men will weep and gnash their teeth. That gnashing of teeth is a reference to anger. I can assure you that hell is filled with anger, rage, and hatred. So why do we struggle to forgive? And it's not just a question of forgiving. We want to punish as well. We want them to suffer. They should suffer because I have suffered. We want our pound of flesh. And the walls go up and the division becomes entrenched. Often it gets worse than that. We'll go tell a friend what happened. Do you know what he did? And they well, I can't believe that. And they join in the crusade and the walls go up even more. They refuse to talk to them. Now, it's true that when someone sins against us, the offender, in a sense, owes us a debt. They have hurt us, and they should make amends. And boy, don't we know it. 
We want them to understand the pain that they've caused, and they should experience too. But that's the old philosophy, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. But our Lord Jesus came to change all of that. Now, we know that he died for our sins. We know that the debt that we owe God, we could never pay. So Jesus died so that we could be forgiven. What we often don't consider, though, that Jesus died for every single sin ever committed, not just sins against God, but sins against each other, which is also an offense to God. So when someone has sinned against you and they've hurt you, our Lord Jesus paid the debt of that sin so that we could forgive. He paid that debt so these walls of division can come down so that we can experience peace when we let go of the anger and unforgiveness. Yes, it isn't easy, I know, especially when we've been terribly and deeply hurt. It takes an act of the will, and it does take a grace from God. And God will give you that grace if you ask for it. It truly makes us Christ-like to be able to forgive. You know, people might say to me, well, Father, yeah, but you don't understand. I mean, I was really offended. Well, sure, I don't understand. But our Lord Jesus does. He understands perfectly. For many years, I knew a very holy woman, Anna Maria, Sch Anna Maria Schmidt, and she had profound discernment. And she was giving a teaching on anger and forgiveness at a retreat. Later in the retreat, there was a healing service, and this woman came up in a wheelchair seeking healing. She's probably in her 70s. She had arthritis very severe arthritis, she could not walk, very painful. And by the grace of God, Anna Maria understood that she was carrying unforgiveness. So when she came forward, she said to her, you need to forgive your mother. That woman erupted in anger, said, I'll never forgive that woman for what she did to me. Anna Maria said to her, well, there's nothing I can do for you. You need to go to confession. Confess your anger and your unforgiveness. She rolled away, and she thought about it. And she did go to confession. She made a good confession, and she forgave her mother. And then suddenly, the peace of Christ filled her soul that she probably hadn't known since she was a little girl. And she was healed. She got out of that wheelchair and she was able to walk home. That's the power of the sacrament of reconciliation. That's the power when we're able to forgive people. Forgiving people heals us. It heals relationships. It can heal the world. Is it any wonder our Lord said to Peter, I say to you not seven times, but 77 times. When we look at the cross and we see how our Lord suffered for our sins, remember, he suffered to make it possible for you to forgive. If we refuse to forgive, 
We're denying the power of the cross. We are not living as Christians. St. Faustina understood this. In paragraph 390, she says, he who knows how to forgive prepares for himself many graces from God. As often as, look, as I look upon the cross, so often will I forgive with all my heart. She knew the power of the cross and the importance of forgiveness. So whoever it is that has hurt you, forgive them and come to know the peace of Christ. Our Lord wants you to have that peace and to live in peace always.
Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.